Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. Woo! Thank you. Oh, my coffee is good. The coffee is good. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Good morning, hey y'all. Oh, let me start sharing. I'm sorry, I'm reading. Oh my God, thank you, Father God. My coffee is good this morning. Um. God is good. He is faithful. Can you just put that in the comments that God is faithful? Woo! Somebody been trying to fight, figure out why you serve God the way you do. And you know him to be faithful. And it's nothing wrong with you saying that. Like, God is so faithful. Oh, my God. Lord God, he is so faithful. It's so good to me. It's so good. I'm like, woo, coffee. Woo, Jesus, coffee. Thank you, Lord. He is so faithful. Thank you, 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 Jesus, thank you, Father. I just did my sharing. Do me a favor, do your sharing, and we're gonna make sure everybody gets this word today. Come on, y'all. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord God, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We lift up the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God. Hey, um... I want to start praying. I want to pray for our city, our state, our nation. We're going to pray for that. We're going to pray for your city. We're going to cover our cities today. We're going to cover our nation today. Um, we're going to trust God with the things that concerns us today. We're going to put it all in his hands. The word tells us to cast all our cares on the one that cares for us. And so we're going to have to learn how to do that. Um, a lot of times when you are raised um to be um, overly considerate of fear. Um, it takes a minute to cultivate your faith. Um, and I'm talking about the faith that moves. Woo! I ain't talking about just faith, like faith in Jesus. I'm talking about the faith that moves things, the faith that inspires, the faith that encourages, the faith that taps in, the faith that won't let you give out, um, the faith that uplifts, the faith that... Um, won't let you die even when the when the medical records look wrong and crazy and all of this uh, these other things that's the kind of faith that I'm talking about so I want to I want to encourage you this morning right um whoo, 
Thank you, 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 thank you. Oh, my hair, make sure my hair, okay, girl, you cute. All right, see, you better talk to yourself. Come on, the faith that restores, um, the faith that holds on, um, the faith when you're under an insurmountable pressure just kind of plants it feet, feet and says, you know what, I will not be moved. What? Can you put that this morning? I will not be moved. I'll not be moved by my circumstances. I'll not be moved by my situation. I'll not be moved by what I hear. I'll not be moved by what I see. I will not be moved. This is a week we are doing a deep search in our heart so that as we deeply search in our heart, we find ourselves in a position and a place where God can create in us a clean heart, renewing us a steadfast spirit. I want to be a movable in this season. Woo! Nia, I want to be immovable in this season. I want to, this to be the season that I am immovable. Like, like I'm not going to move. I'm not going to flinch. Like you jump at me and I'm not going to flinch. I want to be this season where like, I'm not going to be moved. I'm not moved. I'm not moved by circumstance. I'm not moved by situations. I'm not moved by reports. I'm not moved by bills. In the mail, I'm not moved by uh, an attitude. I'm not moved by a thought process. I want this to be the season that my courage and my faith is so bold, bold and I'm not moved. I don't want to be moved by emotions. I don't want to be moved by feelings. I don't want to carry this over into my next land. When we see, come on, Holy Spirit, when we see, um, when we see Joshua, and Joshua was not afraid, right? Joshua was not afraid. When we see Joshua and Caleb, and they are presented with the land of Canaan, God says, "Ta-da! Here's your land." <laughs> y'all know, y'all know I like to do it a certain way, right? God says, "Ta-da! Here's your land." <laughs> cool. Imagine if God ta-daed you today. <laughs> God says, "Ta-da!" <laughs> Come on. God says, ta-da, here's your land. Woo! That just did something in the inside of me. Because I believe in a God that does suddenly. I believe in a God that does suddenly. God says, ta-da, ta-da, here's your land. Ta-da, here's what I've been promising you. Ta-da, here's your territory. Here's what you're supposed to take over. Here's what you're supposed to have. Woo! Here's where you're supposed to be. Woo! Imagine, come on, y'all, that God says, ta-da, yeah, come on. I got to see. For y'all most serious people that may not make sense to you. But I got like a ta-da kind of God. I got a I got a ta-da kind of God. I got a God that'll surprise you. I got a God that'll one minute it'll look like something is not working and he will have flipped the script. I've seen it. Like I've seen it happen. Yeah, Malisha, what if today is the day? What if today is the day that your heirs are praying, prayers are answered? What if today is the day that you move into the house? What if today is the day that it gets approved? What is what if today is the day the video goes viral? What if today, come on, y'all, you got to start thinking differently. What if today is the day you get your yes? What if today is the day, like you were single yesterday and then today your boo on the scene and he's not even confused about you. He he don't even, he ain't even got to play with you. He ain't come and hit the scene and he like, well, I just want to date and see where this going. He like, girl, I've been studying you. <laughs> girl, I already know your character. Girl, I already know your name. Girl, like, I've been watching you for a minute. I don't have to make my mind up about you. Like, today is the day. Like, I already knew you. I already saw you, baby. I already discovered you. I already watched you, baby. I already know what so you you supposed to be what I have. 
What if today is the day? What, what if today is the day your business just starts booming? What if today is the day your body gets healed? Woo! My God, and every manner of sickness and every manner of disease and everything that's inside of you just begins to line up with the word of God. What if today is that day? Woo! So I was, I wrote something yesterday on my wall. 99% of where we going has to do with our attitude. Woo! 99% of what happens to you next has to do with your attitude. And I know some of y'all, see, we've lived in fatalism too long, just waiting on what to happen. Oh, just this is it, this is it. This. No, what if 99% of what happened had to do with the way you thought? 99% of what happened had to, what if it had to, what if it even had to do with the way you respond Woo! to somebody else's blessing? What, what if it had to do with the, the way you respond as you're going through circumstances and situations? Come on, 99% of your attitude has a factor on what you see and what you show. You don't realize, I, the scripture last night, last night I was talking to the boys. We did prayer. We didn't do a long devotional. And then God gave me Proverbs and 18 and 21. So I took them over to Proverbs in 18, 21. And I just reminded them, I said, life and death is in your tongue. <laughs> Not my tongue, life and death. I don't have to, see, we done gave people too much power. I don't have, I could speak something over you. Woo, come on. Every word curse is nullified. Uh, every, every crooked speech is nullified. It's nullified through the blood. I could speak something over you. But it don't have the same power as what you speak over yourself. Woo! So even if you're with someone and they speak down on you, then you, you change the situation to life. Come on now. You change the situation to life. Come on. I hear you, Holy Spirit. You change the situation to life by the words that you speak. So somebody might have an off day and call you something out your mouth. Now, when you are greatly resolved, <laughs> come on, come on. When you are greatly resolved, you, man, I'm going to help you with something this morning. When you are greatly resolved, when you are greatly, res can I tell you something? When you, the way I, the reason I act the way that I act today, <laughs> I have not always acted that way. It's because I am greatly resolved in who I am. Woo! Like I'm, I'm greatly, I'm greatly resolved in who I am. I'm greatly resolved in what God has said about me. I'm greatly resolved for the promises that God has said to me. I know my daddy ain't no liar. So when I say to you, what if today is the day? Woo! Are you, you know, I've been seeing these posts, but they really true. Are you even, are you even ready for what you prayed for? <laughs> Are your are your bank your bank accounts prepared to receive the harvest? See, I've been praying and asking. Are if they if they wipe the debt out, do you know what you're supposed to do next? <laughs> I, I can't beat on my table. I think that's what's been making my phone phone glitch. If if the debt was wiped out today, are you even prepared? <laughs> Come on, uh, uh, are you even prepared? Are you even prepared for what? Woo, come on. Are you even prepared for what you've been asking for? Woo. It is, 
is your house is your house if even if he's not moving in your house is your house prepared for the man you've been praying for do you have a wifely characteristic and attitude about yourself are you still in a selfish self-centered mode because you don't he don't come to help you you come to help Ooh, come on now you don't he don't come to help you you come to help him like are you really ready what for what you pray for is your is your bank account ready to receive come on now is are the numbers looking right if if a a, a 50 clients showed up today if 50 clients showed up today are you prepared to service 50 clients today or is your mentality still scaled to the level of your fears y'all ain't finna play with me is your mentality still scared to the scale to the to the level of your fears Ooh, come on now is your mentality still scared to the level of your fears are you still oh come on come on come on come on come on see god is giving us a human mind um we get to think remember i told you you one day away from a choice or a decision Ooh, like like your choice and your decision don't let nobody see some of y'all been sitting around going you know lord just have your way just do what you do but some of the do what you do and have your way has to do with your choices and decisions. You don't get to faith is not sitting around being immovable, waiting on the next great thing to happen to you. Faith is following the instructions and moving according to the rhythm of God. Faith requires trust. When you go over to Hebrews, they talk about the great hall of faith. Everybody that walked in another level of faith that sees their territory had to do two things. They had to deal with things that they fear. Abraham lied when he got to another level where in a, into a direction in which God had took him. He lied. He said, see, all of them had to deal with some level of fear woo, before they possessed what belonged to them. Y'all don't make me. Y'all don't make me lose my mind. That's our up in here. Uh, Y'all got to hear what I'm saying. All of them had to do with still deal with some level of faith. Abraham. God is like, oh, Abraham, won't you go this way? Won't you go this way? And then Abraham has Sarah with him and Sarah fine. Sarah ain't fine. See, y'all ain't, ain't realize how Sarah was older, but fine. <laughs> Sarah was fine. And so when they got into a particular part of territory, the God has already told him, I'll be with you. I'll go before you. I'll take care of your enemies. I'll deal with you. When we got to a particular part of territory and a king encounters Sarah and this man like I want Sarah and Abraham tells Sarah just tell her tell me you're my sister <laughs> see it was a problem with this <laughs> I, okay Lord I'm gonna stay in the reins I'm so excited this morning it was a problem with this right like it was a problem I hear you Lord it was a problem with this um so Abraham and he's like telling you my sister and so Sarah was like, I'm a sister. So then the, the king, man, got ready, prepared to sleep with Sarah. He came ready to sleep with Sarah, right? Well, the promise of Isaac was not through this man. The promise of Isaac had to come from Abraham's loin. If Sarah would have had seed in her from this man, it would not have fulfilled the plans and the books that God had already written out. So God even in Abraham's ignorance, intervenes and tells this king, don't you touch her. <laughs> and the king comes back and says, why did you lie to me? <laughs> like you already messed, almost messed this up 
for absolutely everybody. Well, Abraham's fear had pressed in. He was afraid of this person's power. He was afraid. Come on, Lord, deal with the fear inside of us today. My God, do not let our fear hinder us from walking into our destinies. So Abraham was afraid and he's so afraid that he lies, that he tells Sarah to lie and Sarah lies. And then the man, the king gets involved. And as the king is involved, then it's all about to be out of order. All because Abraham afraid. <laughs> all because Abraham afraid when God has already told him, when God called Abraham to leave the land, like God called Abraham to leave the land. God has called you into promise. God has called you into destiny. God has called you into wherever it is. God has called it. So when he calls him, when God has called him to leave the land, God said, God said, Abraham, come, go, leave the land, leave your brother, your sister, your mother, right? Take your people. Come on. God called him and he told him, he already he promised him protection. He promised him provision. So we get to this something inside. Come on, y'all. Come on now. We get to this particular part of scripture where something happens woo, and Abraham's fear woo, sets precedent in what he does next. <laughs> so remember I told you yesterday, you got a choice or a decision. Woo. So Abraham makes the decision to lie. Woo. He just makes the decision. He said, I'm going to lie. Woo. Come on. Y'all, we got to deal with the inner things inside of us so that the Holy Spirit can help us so that we can level up for the next. You're not going to be able, my God, you're not going to be able to carry this fear into your next because this fear is going to make you indecisive and it's going to leave you in a place where you compromise. So he's sitting there and Abraham said, Abraham says, tell them, come on. He says, tell them, Woo! he says, tell them you're my sister. <laughs> He said, he tells Sarah, he said, said, he said, tell them you're my sister. <laughs> Woo! Oh my God. Tell them my sister. And so he gets there and he's like, okay. Um, she said, she tells him the sister. He says, um, <laughs> he he was trying to mislead them because he was fearful. This is Genesis, the 20th chapter, right? And he's dealing with Ambalek, the king, right? And so he's like, tell them my, my sister, she's my sister, right? Uh, and and then so then he brings her into the palace, right? And some people are told they lie. Well, some people are like, it was not really a, a lie. It was like, really, it's not really a lie, but it was still, um, it was still not uh, the truth. <laughs> so <laughs> it was still not the, it was still not the, it was still not the truth. <laughs> Like it was still not the truth, right? That was still not the truth. There was a fear in Abraham that led him to an indecision. There was a fear in Abraham that led him to a place. But is um, but there is no record. Now let me say this: there is no record of God rebuking Abraham for lying. <laughs> there is no record. There is no record. As a matter of fact, Amalek was the one that was gonna get in trouble. Come on now. Amalek was the one that was going to get in trouble for Abraham's deception. <laughs> so as he's about to take Sarah in, 
God comes to him in a dream and says, if you touch this woman, you are good, you are good as dead. Yeah, this is this is a you touch that that God didn't necessarily call it a lie. God didn't necessarily call it a lie, but you could tell there was some fear in there that led Abraham to make a decision. There was some fear, and they wound up being blessed. They wound up being blessed behind it. They wound up being blessed behind it. But can I tell you something? That an amulet winds up being healed behind it. And Abraham winds up being blessed. There's no record that it was called a lie, but it definitely was a decision or a choice he made in a space where he felt some kind of fear. That's deep, y'all. Like that's that's deep on so many other levels. It is deep on so many other levels. But there was a blessing that was connected to Abraham and Sarah together, not Sarah and Amalek. <laughs> there was a blessing that was connected on Abraham, not Sarah and Amalek. So as God is dealing with us about our fear this week, come on, y'all. As God is dealing with us about our fear this week, my God, we have got to let the resurrection power rest on us this week. I was reading, I was reading this morning, um, Job, I was in Job and I was talking about Job 3 and 25 and Job says, for the thing I feared has overtaken me and what I had dreaded has befallen me. And I was like, what was the thing that, what did you, what did you, what did you fear? What did you, what did you fear? So when you go back to see what happened with Job, come on now, his children were going to curse God. He feared that he was afraid he would lose everything as a result. So I'm like, I know the what was going on between God and Satan, but I'm reading this and I'm like, Lord, how much of our fear has been directing us? How much of our fear? How? What if the results of what we were seeing or what we were not seeing was because of the thing that we feared the most? Because whatever we fear, we meditate on. Whatever we fear, we meditate on. <laughs> Come on, Malisha. Faith-based choices, not fear-based decisions. Whatever I fear, whether I recognize it or not, I look at all the reasons if I have not <laughs> been course corrected, if I don't understand the that God is for me, that God is with me, that God has gone before me, that God is my rear guard, I will spend way more time, Rosalind, meditating on what will go wrong instead of meditating on what will go right. <laughs> and I will run the resume down of all the wrongs. Come on, y'all. Talk back to me this morning because I want a breakthrough and we're going to pray for our city, state, nation. I want something to switch up. I want something to change. I will run the, the situation will be presented to me, Julia, of what I know God has said, or I know that God is about, uh, involved in something, and I'm going to run down all the reasons it won't happen versus all the reasons of why it can. <laughs> Number one, the first reason, Shamika, it can happen because God said it. <laughs> God is a God that I'm, something, I feel like jumping and leaping and running this morning. The first reason it can happen 
It's because God said it. That's the very first reason it can happen. Because God said it. Not period. It doesn't, you don't have to be justifiable. You don't have to be worthy. You don't have to figure it out. The first reason it can happen is because God said it. <laughs> and if God said it, we've been saying, God said it. I believe it. <laughs> we love to, we love to see. We love to see the rhythm and the rhyme. God said it. I believe it. We say all that, right? But when it comes to the actions behind what have, has to happen next, our motives will be exposed in transition. Woo! Here's Abraham's motives exposed. Come on, y'all. Our motives, our motives will be exposed, my God, in transition. So when Job says, for the thing that I fear, my God, for the thing that I feared the most has come upon me. And yes, he was suffering, but will you allow fear to overtake you? Woo! And instead of running the list, see, this is this is when you know you operate in a negative mindset. When you think from a place of what all could go wrong instead of thinking from a place of what all can go right. Jeremiah 42 and 16, he said, then it shall be that the sword which you feared, woo, come on, then it shall be that the sword that you feared shall overtake you there in the land of Egypt, the famine of which you were afraid shall follow close after you there in Egypt and there you shall die. Here we see again, that is the fear. Fear is the devil. <laughs> there is not. No, people, it's, there's healthy fear. The fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. I mean, there's healthy amount. There's, it's okay to have some fear. The fear of the Lord. <laughs> the fear is the enemy to our faith. Fear directly contradicts the word of God. 2 Timothy 1 and 17, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. In another scripture, God has not given us timidity. God didn't make you timid. God didn't tell you to scale back. God didn't tell you to minimize the dream. As a matter of fact, God said, build Noah. <laughs> might be building. Can I, can I just speak by the spirit this morning? You might be building in a season that it don't look like no rain, oh, but build Noah, <laughs> build, like build anyway, like build anyway. You may not know that you even about to be married, oh, but there's been a field, come on y'all, that's been assigned to you for you to work in and you questioning whether or not you need to be in the field. Get in the field, Ruth. <laughs> Get in, the, get in the field. Get in the field, Ruth. Come on now. My God, you may have a dream so big that others are hating on you. You may have spoken out of season, Joseph. You may have spoken out of, out of turn and your brothers have turned against you, right? But the pit, <laughs> the pit is on the way to the palace. Don't get in the pit and be afraid. Don't get in the pit. And because, see, the coat was only symbolic of the favor. The coat wasn't the favor. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm gonna go. The coat was only symbolic of the favor. 
The coat wasn't the favor. The favor still rested on Joseph's life. Even when he was in the pit, Crystal, the favor didn't change because he didn't see, we focus so much on symbols and titles and all of this other stuff. The pit was just a position before the palace. Come on, y'all. The, the pit will deal with your integrity. The pit will deal with your character. The pit was just a position before the palace. It didn't negate what Joseph was called to. It didn't negate the dreams he had. It didn't negate the favor that was on his life. The pit was just a situation in between here and the palace. Joseph didn't have time to be afraid. <laughs> Joseph didn't have time to be scared. He had to trust that the Lord, what the Lord had given to him in a dream was really the truth of what was happening for him. So when we are in a season, because I started this, uh, and when we are in a season, in a transition, my God, you're just going from this place to the next place. And in the middle of the transition, you are going to have to release all of the fears, all of the maybes, all of the what ifs, and see this perspective that if, <laughs> when I was, no, I can't say, I can't say it because it's me. If if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. <laughs> like, if it was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. That was something we used to say growing up. If it was a fifth, we'd, you're going to have to release those things in this swift, and this is a swift transition. You're going to have to release those things in a swift transition. This message may, I ain't going to even say it, I hear you. Because fear directly contradicts the word. <laughs> When we are afraid to do something, we should know that this is the moment and the place that I need to pause and reflect on what has God said. When you know you have been called into a place and a position, we need this is the place where we have to pause to reflect on what God has said. Meditating. Come on, I'm giving y'all tools this week. Meditating gives you strength and courage. Meditating gives you strength and strength. Satan's whole job about fear is to disrupt our faith. He wants us to question and doubt everything about God. I told you, we are in a season where faith-filled people, I'm sorry, I don't care no more. We are in a season where faith-filled people are trying to make God vague and general, make him very vague, um, discount our experiences, make us feel like we losing our mind, make us feel like uh, we don't hear God, make us feel like that the things that God has spoken to us have not been, and these faith-filled people, these church folks that want us to think God is just vague and general, and this is the end of God, when God is very specific and the Bible has aligned with acts of faith again and again and again and again. And Satan has used the church as a weapon. <laughs> Satan has used religion as a weapon for us to dumb down the promises of God and dumb down who and what God says. So if he can get us 
to a space of unbelief, then he moves us away from trusting God. He moves us away from trusting God. So when I move away from trusting God, (laughs) when I move away from trusting God, this is where he inflicts, and I read this, this is where he inflicts the most emotional damage. That is why he who dwelling in the secret place of the most, I don't care how bad you mess up, stay in the secret place of the most high. I don't care how bad the circumstance or situation is around you. Stay in the sea. Hide yourself in God. Hide yourself in the clever God. Hide yourself in your hand, right? God's whole essence of delivery in our life and who we are and how he connects to us is through love. God doesn't connect to us through punishment. God connects to us through love. 1 John 4 and 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. When we are gripped with fear, there is no peace. (laughs) The Lord is perfected in peace. No matter if you in the pit, no matter if you in the palace, no matter if you're building and it doesn't make sense, no matter if you're making working in the field and you don't even understand what happens next, but you swore an oath to a woman, let your God be my God and your people be my people. And you don't even understand what's going on in your life. It does not matter. The perfect God's will involves peace. <laughs> when you are pulled into fear, The goal of the enemy is so that your peace is disturbed. (laughs) Let me give you this last scripture. John 14, 27, it says, peace I live with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. Give I unto you. Let your heart not be troubled, nor let you be afraid. It said, let your heart not be troubled, nor let your heart be afraid. Once, Remember, we were dealing with the heart. Whatever gets in your heart, once fear gets in your heart, My God, the goal is to pull and disturb peace. Come on, come on, come on. No matter what, the goal is to disturb peace. So you're going to have to counterproduct, which you can't afford to meditate on the fear in this season. You cannot afford to meditate on what's going to go wrong. You are getting ready to have to flip your thoughts. I know you ain't did this before. I know you ain't did this. And it's not going to take a little bit of meditation. You're going to have to flip your thoughts to all what's going to happen right. (laughs) It's going to happen and it's going to happen right. (laughs) It's going to happen and it's going to happen right. (laughs) It's going to make, it's going to make sense. It's going to add up. I'm anointed to announce that what's going to happen for you is going to happen right. You are anointed to announce over yourself that what's going to happen for me is going to happen right. You may have had seasons of trouble, but this is a season of release. This is a season of recovery. 
This is a season of rebirth. This is a season of renewal. This is a season of reclaiming. This is a season of restoration. This is a season. This is just this season we're in. This is the season that we're in. This is the season that you're in. Not because you've been good. Not because you've been perfect. But because it's time for God's people to advance. <laughs> That's what I've been hearing in my spirit. It's time to advance. It's time to make a move. It's time to possess the land. It's time to go in. Stop worrying about how big it's going to get it. Just let it get big. Stop worrying about what people are going to say about you. It don't matter. They're going to say something. They're going to say something if you little. They're going to say something if you big. People are always going to have something to say because they're dealing with their own insecurity and they deal dealing with their own fears. Stop questioning time and time again if it's God and you know it's God. That's it. I'm done for today. I'm done for today. I'm done for today. John 10, 10. The thief comes only in order to steal, to kill, to destroy. I came that you may have life, enjoy life, and have it to the abundance until it's full, until it's overflow. Can I tell you something? That You know when... Um, in the book of John, it says, um, my beloved, I wish you should prosper as your soul prospers and be in health. Like, I want you to be in health. Every time I read that scripture, I, I'm like, John wasn't talking about just in eternity. John was saying, if you're going to eat this and live this, there should be some fruit of this. <laughs> if you're going to do all this churchy, <laughs> You're going to do all this quoting of the scripture. There should be some fruit to this. Your soul should not be thinking from a fear-based place anymore because there should be a prosperity that I don't have to live in fear. Right? See, y'all been we've been thinking about prosperity by what we can count, tangible things. But the the, the blessing of the Lord is a spiritual blessing that causes natural things to occur. So when John says, beloved all, I wish you would prosper and be in health as your soul is prospering. I got to deal with whatever has had me afraid, second guessing, thinking, overlooking, um, mumbling in my mind so that my soul can reach a place of prosperity where I'm not living in fear. I'm living in faith. That's it. I'm on one today. <laughs> Do you know why I'm on one? Because I want you to walk into the, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of, sick of the enemy tricking us out of where we supposed to be, where we supposed to go, where we supposed to, you were created to make impact and influence. The levels that God desires to take you to has nothing to do with your fame and fortune and your little name. It's not. We're here to make Jesus famous. But there are people on every level that need to be countered and, act, and, and interacted with. Just because somebody's success don't mean they know Jesus. Just because somebody's successful don't mean they don't know God. There are places 
and that we need to go and that we need to get to because there are more people that need to be discipled. The gospel of Jesus Christ has not gotten throughout the world and God is creative to put us into places of influence so that we can make impact for his glory. Some of y'all need more resources in your hand so that you can fund kingdom projects. So he's got to elevate and promote and increase you so that you can go do what he said. He knows who he can trust with the well. You know how he know? Can I tell y'all something? You know how he know who he can trust with the well? Because they was someone even when they didn't have. Let me let me say it one more time. You know how he know who he can trust with the well? Because they was someone even when they didn't have. He already know if you'll do. He already know if you'll do with what the little bit he done. He know that. He know. He know. He know. And I ain't talking about sometimes you may have missed it. But he he know. He he. They weren't afraid to sow. They weren't afraid to go give when they ain't have much. <laughs> they didn't lie and put it on their bills and put it on their lack. They put their faith and trust in God and gave when he told them to give because they understood that it was about him and it wasn't nothing about nothing else. So God will faithfully reward those. Remember, go to the parable of talents, right? They ain't hide. They didn't bury what God gave them. They used it for his glory. He already know who he need to get stuff to because <laughs> they was faithful when they ain't had love. He know that <laughs> it was, if you've been wanting to know if you're the one that should have more, you was faithful when you didn't have little. Lord, bless our city, our state, our nation, our world today. We declare peace. <laughs> we thank you, Father God, for honor amongst leadership. We thank you that a government will not be given over to a reprobate mind. We thank you for the blood of Jesus over our president, over our vice president, over our leaders of our states. We thank you, Father God, that they will operate in a sound mind and make decisions. We plead the blood of Jesus. We come against violence. We come against bullying. We come come against drugs. We come against anything in our neighborhood, Father God, that will kill our neighborhoods, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you created us to be life changers, life producers in our neighborhood. We thank you, Father God, for holy, holy is he. Um, and we thank you, Father God, for two, two things. Lord, places on your heart to give. Website, lmjministries.org. You can give there. Second thing is, if you're here and you like, I need no more about this Jesus she's talking about. Or I want this Jesus in my life. I want to just give you a confession of faith. This is private. This is personal that you can make. You can send me an email. I'm going to send you some resources and some material. I want you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, um, <laughs> I'm asking you to come into my life to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. Go get registered for Pillow Talk. Don't second guess it. Go get a copy of 30 Days of Prayer. Join us back here in the morning. There is, I need to say this, there is more to you than you think. The Lord God said yesterday it was swift transitions. Man, I was getting, I got, can I tell you something? Can I tell you what the Lord told me? I hear you, Lord. I'm going to say it again. This is a season of your yes. And it's not one door open. It's multiple doors are going to be open because this is your season of your yes. But if you think in terms of no, you'll miss the yeses. 
every time, yes. <laughs> I'm seeing it every time, yes. Every time, yes. God is saying yes. Why? Not because um, it, it ain't got nothing to do with you. It's got everything to do with God. So if you will, Lord, open the eyes of my understanding so that I can see where you're trying to leave me. So that I can walk in my seasons of my yeses. He will open those doors. I love you. <laughs> this is a season. This is a season of your yes. And what I mean by a season of your yes is that God is about to say yes to your request. <laughs> He's about to say yes to your request. He's about to say yes to the things that you have asked him for. That's what I'm talking about. He's getting ready to say yes. This show, yes, 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 yes. But we got to deal with this fear so you can walk into your yes. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you so much more. He does. Lord, thank you for the yes. See you back in the morning, 6 a.m. I went way further than I should. <laughs> love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Father, for the season of the yes. 